0: look at people who think that they're fly and think that they cool and be like and you can see cool right name? through that it's shit lame as fuck like
1: right. especially when you see somebody doing some shit that you used to think or something Be like, i remember when i was stupid as fuck too <laughs> like wow i remember when i
0: used to do shit for attention right every single day
1: on social media too that's that's some like, like i said earlier i say crazy ass shit but i stand by it
0: social media is not real like no who are you who are you whose attention are you getting
1: right all the crazy shit i say i stand by it and it's not for anybody's attention it's just shit i think is funny mm. and i've gotten to the point now to where i really don't care what people think about me so i'm really just like yeah fuck that shit My only personal rule is I don't curse on Twitter until after 7. Then them F-words be flying.
0: That's very adult of you. I
1: know. Be like, well, these are working hours.
0: I don't be giving a damn.
1: I don't give a fuck.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm out here saying what the fuck I got to (laughs) say.
1: I got to get these uh, hot takes off. (laughs) At all hours
0: of the day. Like I said, hard on my sleeve. I had somebody try to explain to me today. Um it was basically about cancel culture but semantics got us in a little situation um so i forgot who i'm going to just something to do the research and look back but she gave me paragraphs unnecessary ones
1: on the twitter
0: on the twitter um, whose post was this even on oh so somebody had posted that they styled K. Michelle for one of the City Girls videos and they were just talking about how K. Michelle was like super rude and she never paid the stylist and she was saying some homophobic things and like just all kind of shit but we hear about this shit all the time about right certain artists um Certain artists uh, just basically being rude and you know very elitist and and
1: being secretly homophobic too. I've seen a lot of people say that
0: towards the staff or the help. Um, so anyway, that's what the original tweet was about. And somebody commented and said, "I wish people would normalize boycotting and shunning consistently problematic musicians and actors. I wish creatives in our industry would finally realize there's no amount." you can be paid to be disrespected so many wishes not enough godmothers fathers to grant them so i said well since cancel culture has been deemed unreal boycotting and shunning won't work either cuz i mean essentially one and the same this what cancel culture is like it's the, boycotting well, and shunning falls under canceling somebody. canceling
1: you with my money is more of a stand than anything else
0: Um, So she said, hey, love, and I was like, oh, she trying to
1: (laughs) try to (laughs) kick knowledge.
0: She said, quote unquote, cancel culture is social, is social media driven. I'm actually referencing and speaking of real life occurrences and practices that real life people should be adopting. Both actions are very real, valid and necessary and directly contrast the falseness tied to, quote unquote, cancel culture i said wouldn't boycotting fall under canceling though it would be a part of cancel culture if everyone was on the same page but because we can't control who people decide to support after they've done wrong is the reason why nobody is ever really canceled or boycotted so she said uh Trust me, I understand the confusion. However, they're not aligned. Speaking solely on the isolated entertainment industry, there's dancers and other creatives that have made it a point to demand ethical treatment and pay by successfully boycotting working with people or production or companies, agents, etc. It's been extremely helpful and, and successful. Hazard pay just became normalized when discussing talent contracts because of this I never said or implied to cancel her artistry. I simply reference severing working relationships and or not signing on when you know in your heart and mind that it will be a toxic relationship. Also be public about your experiences in spreading this to others in your same path. It will and has allow or allowed others in our industry to pull up and receive fair treatment and also show artists their actions have consequences there's cause and effect for everything. Sorry to be so long, babe, but I felt it necessary to clear, clearly illustrate what was said. I'm like, everything that you spelled out is what cancel culture is. When people get canceled, they talk about basically taking money or keeping money from going back into their brand. Right. And they typically do this by, stopping to support whatever they put out they will
1: spread stories about spread, what happened
0: yeah they'll spread things about what happened they'll talk about their own personal instances like you said i don't know what where the whole like you know people have demanded hazard pay for blah 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 and blah, blah. i'm like that's that that doesn't necessarily fall under cancel culture if somebody's been done wrongfully and you it's know things, civil matter. things have been taken to court that's completely different than you know what i'm saying like we gotta (laughs) decide what's canceling
1: (laughs) like a lot of these terms the only thing about bad about social media is a lot of these terms only exist within a vacuum and they have no actual weight to what they mean because they don't mean they mean different things to me and you a lot of this shit just be for trend, too? Like, it's yeah. just...
0: It's a trendy term right now. It's pop culture.
1: That's why we joke that nobody's ever really canceled.
0: Nobody's ever really canceled because there's still die hard fans somewhere in some corner that's still ready to do the same shit that they've been doing for their faves yep. for the rest of their lives.
1: And they will do tons of research to make it seem like that their faves aren't as trash as they are. And they will... Always do that, Michael. Like, if you ever say something bad about Michael Jackson, even R. Kelly, still today, niggas will fill up your uh, mentions, and then you're like, "Yo, why doesn't this person work?" <laughs> R. Kelly <laughs> like, still has people yeah. who ride for him. Like, we we
0: thought that we could, and we there. I mean, there's definitely a way that we can impact you know what I'm saying, the way that they are supported and, and the amount of support that they get. But even still, for how long?
1: I think we more or less have canceled R. <clears throat> Kelly in the sense that we have pretty much demonetized him. Right. We do not play. Some people still play some people his stuff, still plays music. But, all right, the level of success that R. Kelly had, R. Kelly, if he never committed any of these crimes, would be one of those people that you're going to play his music for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. So he would always be making money. But because R. Kelly is a dirtbag, a rapist, and all the other terrible things he is, by demonetizing him, that is the best way that you can cancel him. Right. Um, Bill Cosby, it's <clears throat> kind of hard. It's kind of hard to cancel Bill Cosby. I mean, yeah, because I mean he's got his hands in so many different things. And in people's lives, it's a little different. Also, because Bill Cosby wasn't just making... Shit about uh, sleeping with women and stuff. Yeah, right. family oriented shit. Yeah. So it's easier to separate the artist from the art. Same as with Michael Jackson for the most part.
0: Yeah. R. Kelly was just out here doing what he was singing about, yeah. only to
1: children. Man, it's like, you don't like. <clears throat> I'm, I was such an R. Kelly fan too. It sucks. I mean, it sucks way worse for his victims, of course. But bro every every now and then I'll get drunk <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'll wake up the next day and be like oh it was a, a 12 play night or I listened to edition remix for 10 times
0: you know I cannot say that I did not used to be an R. Kelly fan but I, I, I never really sought out his music like if it came on on a playlist I wasn't skipping it but I never R. Kelly wasn't for me one of those artists that I was going and searching for, and playing specifically.
1: R. Kelly was who I was going to search for because <laughs> R. Kelly says some of the craziest shit in the world that nobody else would be able to say. Like when he uh played that game, it was on something, and he was they gave him random words and he had to come up with a song, and they gave him sex dolphin, mm. and he was like wee wee. Wee wee <laughs> Wow. I was a huge R. Kelly fan. <laughs> but it's because like that nigga had hits, but now that I'm grown and I look back and like mm-hmm. I can't play that shit. Like, seems like you're ready. I used to love that song. That's one of my favorite songs ever. And I every now and then I'll be walking through the house singing it and I'll be like oh, that's definitely about a kid. I
0: mean, I Believe I Can Fly was my first introduction to R. Kelly when I was young.
1: I think it's also because I, I have an older sister, and then I have an auntie that's only 11 years older than me. Mm. 12 years older than me. So she was listening to R. Kelly in like, heyday R. Kelly, like download and shit. So those CDs I, I had around me. So when I would be with my aunt, she'd be playing R. Kelly. So, I guess that's the other thing of it. I had a connection to it in a different kind of way.
0: Yeah, I I didn't. Not that I... I mean, listen. Ignition and all that shit come on. Like, that was the jam. That was the jam. But I just... It wasn't my... It wasn't my go-to... My go-to
1: guy. I feel you. That's one of those, like... Where you choose, like, who's going to be the greatest, like... Everybody has that one that they stand. Mm. R. Kelly was kind of that person. And then also, he had done this shit with Jay-Z, who's my other stand. Mm-hmm. And then plus, uh, Kanye looked up to him. Yo, The heat part. That was just one of those things to where I was just a huge R. Kelly fan. How do we get there? Um, oh, canceling. canceling. <laughs> See, I just had an excuse just to go about my rent and be like, I love R. Ar- Kelly. <laughs>
0: This is why (laughs) cancel culture is like, and I know people, people were saying that it's not real because you know, we have to be able to, we got to give people grace. We got to be able to let people grow. We can't, you know, put people under a rock just because they do one fucked up thing and never turn back.
1: But R. Kelly did so much fucked up shit. You can't,
0: but it's right. It's, it's a certain type of fucked up thing and a certain level of fucked up thing that you can do that deems it necessary
1: for us to go ahead and lay your ass out to dry. It's a pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I think is hard to cancel? I don't know. I mean, it's everybody has that one person that's hard to cancel. Another person. I love Miles Davis music. <laughs> Awful human being. Terrible human being. <laughs>
0: what
1: was Miles? What was what? Miles Davis used to beat all the women he was with. Oh, used I didn't to know be, that. A, yeah, he used to be a pimp. At one time, dr- awful drug addict.
0: Man, what fucking musician during that time?
1: That's the other thing. Like, we look at somebody like Chris Brown as being the most awful human being in the world, which he's up there. But <laughs> if Miles Davis was alive, and we, like, if we had the level of access that we have to Chris Brown as we had to Miles Davis. In real time it would be a little different. Yeah. Or if John Lennon, if we knew all the shit we know about John Lennon now.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's the other thing. Those dynamics have changed over time. Mm-hmm. But that's <laughs> all, that's also where people get the idea of being like, well, eventually everybody'll get canceled. No, not necessarily. That's different.
0: For one, there's some people who know how to separate their personal lives from their their fame.
1: Right. Like those people that don't like I don't know shit about Maxwell's life.
0: We don't know details about Jay Z's life other than what he tells us. Right. He was dealing dope and shit. Right,
1: that shit was thirty years ago.
0: (laughs) What rap nigga wasn't doing like dealing drugs and on the corner in the hood?
1: Bro. Speaking of Hove, I um I've been listening to Blueprint 2, The Gift and the Curse a lot lately. Mm. And I have come to realize what is the most toxic Jay Z song ever. And it's definitely Bitches and Sisters.
0: Wee oui, wee! Oui. <laughs> I cannot believe that was a thing.
1: <laughs> He's so stupid. The fact that that nigga was that gifted and couldn't even read—it that is amazing. <laughs> It's just a narcissist it gets worse. Oh, two Also, who was he mad at? That's what I wanted it because that's I think that's after he broke up with Ros- Rosario Dawson because he dated her right before Beyonce. I
0: know him and Beyonce have been together since, since this, yeah, because they did 03 Bonnie and Clyde. They had to do this, they had to be together during this. damn wow I mean, uh, somebody needs to do an interview with, with Jay Z about his his older catalog
1: cause I always, I always forget about Blueprint 2 until I, like
0: I thought that's the one that everybody fucking loved
1: Blueprint 2 is the one that was a double disc and if Jay Z had came out with five less songs on it might have been a classic but he had a lot of filler in there and a lot of shit he'll never perform again like bitches and sisters so yeah like my cd play my uh sync has been working so i've been listening to actual cds and i was like i haven't listened to the uh, curse in a long time
0: oh shit not cds my nigga
1: yeah so all the cds i got from my parents house i've been actually listening to them why are your sync not working i just gotta get it uh i guess update it wonder if that's a thing for mine but also for one time it went out for like two months and then it just came back on. it's weird I don't know why mine tries to act stupid or it forget that mine it won't uh connect. recognize your device mine. mine
0: has done that before and I have to what did I do to get it to pick it back up <laughs> I can't remember, but I have a car charger that it'll play basically through the dock. I can do that too, yeah. And then it'll pick it back up sometimes.
1: Yeah, if I plug my uh, phone into the USB, it'll connect like that, but I don't like to do that because it I can't listen from Apple Music to it. Yeah, you can. I mean, no, I can, but sometimes it gets iffy, be like, this will not play protected content.
0: What? That's never happened to me.
1: What year is your car? Fourteen. I was eleven, so uh, it might have been when they were still working the kings out. But anyway, mm. so I've been listening to uh, the uh, the curse a lot, and that's also got some of my favorite Jay Z songs on it, like Meet the Parents. Mm. Um, we go make it out the hood someday, and then uh, BP two. But I have not listened to the end of that shit in so long that I completely forgot about Bitches and Sisters,
0: Did- <laughs>
1: and I was like, Oh God, Did
0: it take you back to a place
1: yeah when i thought that was woke you see like he's not calling all women bitches he's just
2: calling,
1: <laughs> which is the nigga still trying to get off be like whoa i don't think all women are bitches i'm not a misogynist he's i just, just think, calling the bitches bitches i just think these bitches out here fucking up <laughs> but yeah i remember when i thought stupid shit like that and it was just misogynist is all hell <laughs> Like yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't think I, I think it's a difference between a sister and a bitch, my nigga. Right. Like mm, trash ass shit. Semantic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Would you try to kick knowledge, nigga? <laughs> oh man. But yeah. on uh B P two, he uh he has one of my favorite verses. I ain't gonna play the whole thing, but uh he has a line that I always I used to always forget why i'm always a jay-z over nas fan to where when somebody says no nah, nas is better I'm like stupid ass nigga like you uncultured swan i can't explain why i
0: feel that way but i i i don't know i just ride for jay-z harder than nas naturally for a while i wasn't the biggest fan
1: of nas yeah until we start doing this, because when I, I would talk about Illmatic, you'd be like, really? You think Illmatic's... I'm like, yeah, Illmatic's my favorite album. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I never really liked Nas, and now I couldn't, like, for a while,
0: I still only like a couple of his songs, for real.
1: Nas is hit or miss, also. Illmatic is my favorite album, my favorite hip-hop album ever. Yeah. But after that, I mean, It Was Written as very, very great, also, but... And I was inconsistent. But like when Hove was I remembered why. Like, uh what do you say? These dudes is all politics, depositing checks. They put you in their pocket, all you get in return is a lot of lip. And y'all buy the shit <laughs> caught up in the hype. <laughs> Cause the nigga wear a kufi, it don't mean that he bright. Because you don't understand him. It don't mean that he nice. It just means you don't understand all the bullshit he write. Is it Uchi Wally? Wally? Or is it One Mike? Is Ooh. it Black Girl Lost? Or Shorty OU for Ice? Ooh. I've been real all my life. They confuse it with conceit. Since I will not lose, they try to help him cheat. But I will not lose. <laughs> for even in defeat, there is a valuable lesson learned so it evens up for me
0: call a nigga
1: out then but that's the shit though because naz be on some hotel bullshit he that do. don't be making no sense he do just like and i know i can
0: back in the day that's another thing too i think that might have swayed me I i didn't really understand all that like
1: do you understand or do you understand <laughs> <laughs>
0: the extra militant shit, yeah. I just, like, to me, it was too much back then. And and it's, I mean, still to this day. But you can understand where it comes from I understand now. it better now, but back when I was younger, I was just like...
1: Oh. Meanwhile, Juice was in the back of the class studying his mathematics and understanding the universal truths of the universe and all of the gods of it. Do you understand or do you overstand my sister? <laughs> and if you overstand, do you understand? third eye open <laughs> you yeah, nah
0: that's the kind of shit Nas was on and on just yeah. like ah.
1: like I'll never forget when I know I can came out because we were I think we oh were, yeah
0: I fucked with that
1: that's the most hotepish bullshit I've ever heard about it life. is
0: it is but it it was for us back then, we were kids, and there was kids in the fucking song. Yeah. He fucking pandered, nigga.
1: He pandered he to us. I'll never forget. I got into an argument with Big B. He was like, "Man, Nas is speaking that." Uh, he didn't say woke, but he was like, "He's speaking the truth." And I was like, "Big B, Brandon Williams, Williams, in our grade." Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> it's confusing. Me. Yeah. Um. So, and I was like. That line where Nas is like, uh, Alexander the Great shot off the nose of the Sphinx. Mm. That's not true. They did not have cannons back then in Alexander the Great's time. Nas is a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> like I used to wonder like cause Naj dropped out when he was like 14, 15. You should call him out for that one day. Like Naj what the fuck were you talking about?
0: As a historian.
1: <laughs> that is not historically fact at oh, all you dumb fuck but I was like when I was younger, I'd be like I don't understand how Naj dropped out when he was in 8th grade and is still so woke and then when I got older I was like oh that nigga stupid as fuck
0: When <laughs> you get older Do you realize how stupid a lot of these rappers used to be?
1: Yeah, because they were kids. They were saying shit when they were like 20, and they say stupid ass shit that 20-year-olds say. They could be wise beyond their years, but they're still in their fucking 20s. And they made careers, lucrative careers. Tupac died at 25 years old. Do you know how fucking young 25 is? Nas wrote Illmatic at 15 Oh yeah, that is crazy.
0: <sighs> Maybe that was the that was part of the phenomena.
1: It was. He was a prodigy. But Nas's dad also was a uh, a trumpet player, a famous trumpet player. So he said that Nas used to be able to play trumpet like a motherfucker. So they knew Nas like would read all the books in the library and shit. So he did drop out. Early, but he was just really. But it's the same as with Hove, Hove dropped out at like sixteen. Craziest hip hop fact.
0: Forgot about that.
1: At one point, Buster Rhymes, Jay Z, and Biggie were all in the same high school.
0: What? It's crazy. That is crazy.
1: <laughs> right. And Biggie dropped out early too because he. Do was they smart. know this? Yeah. Like, Biggie and uh, Hove were super close. They said they talked every day. Like, that's when the whole story of, like, uh, Hove wanted Biggie on Reasonable Doubt. And then, so, Hove handed Biggie the notepad. And uh, Biggie was like, nah, I I don't write. And then Hove was like, I don't write. And then they, I guess they had like a stepbrother's thing. We like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, I've been I've been listening to a lot of music lately. Yeah. Not not that it's not normal, but that's why I redid that jazz playlist.
0: I don't. I feel like I've been watching more TV lately, or not even TV, but Netflix. What you been? I watching? I was watching. Um seven seconds so it's the story about um, the black kid in New York um, it was it I don't think it's based on a true story but basically it's a story about the corruptness of the police department and um, our court systems um, a cop basically did a hit and run uh, on a black kid on a bike and killed him and they tried to cover it up, uh, and then they were finally charged, but um, it has uh, Regina King in it. Um, What is the dude's name? I can't think of what else he plays in, but Regina King is in it. Who else is in it? Yeah, just Google it. I can't tell you the the, the, uh, the dude's name. She's the she's the only one that I recognized But it's really it's actually a really good series. I oh, just, it's a series. Yeah, I just finished it today. It's um, eleven episodes, eleven or twelve episodes. Hour
1: long episodes.
0: A little over an hour. Some of them are like an hour fifteen.
1: You want to make a promise with me? You know I'm not good at these. <laughs> Next week, Last Dance comes on Netflix.
0: Okay, I can do that. I can watch Last Dance. I can start that tonight, actually.
1: I don't think it's on Netflix yet, but it's still on ESPN.
0: Oh, you see, it comes out on Netflix.
1: Yeah, the full 10 episodes.
0: Okay. I was thinking, like, be ready to talk about it next week, but gotcha, 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 gotcha.
1: Um,. Said seven seconds. Okay, I see it. I don't recognize none of these
0: names. <laughs> well, Regina King's husband—he was in another. He's been in a couple movies. I just can't think of his name. Russell Hornsby. That might be it. Lincoln Heights. There you go. He was the dad on Lincoln Heights. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, f- I fucks with it. Yeah, Lincoln Heights was like it felt like one of the only shows with a black dad when we were like in high school.
0: Yeah, or at least like of our time. Everything else was older, like Family Matters and shit.
1: That and Everybody Hates Chris, which we got to talk about that Uncle Tom yeah. ass nigga uh, Terry Crews. He's still out here, Uncle Tom. And... What the fuck? Like, like Kevin on stage say, what do the whites <laughs> have? <laughs> oh, Terry Crews. <laughs> what is going on <laughs> like that nigga was like
0: he can't get it right to save his life
1: like the shit where he was saying that black lives matter is a say racist or like, whatever i I refuse to repeat his shenanigans but that nigga was on uh don lemon show and don lemon was telling him pretty much that he was acting like uncle tom and when don lemon can look you in your eyes and tell you that you nigga you fucking up you bad off bad 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 not good like what the fuck man who is he trying to impress at this point because white people out here with the woke shit like how the fuck your big nigga ass is out here i think
0: that's that's where he getting hemmed up is now he got white people that's not on his side no more
1: but why run even more towards that shit? Like nigga, you piss It's just like with Candace Owens, you pissing off the wrong people.
0: Yeah, I, I really, I still, I, st- me and my homeboy were talking about Candace Owens the other day because we were just like, it's not even, you know, what I'm saying a terrible thing that she's Republican. It's the way that she's Republican. Yeah,
1: she's. I have no she's problem with
0: dangerously.
1: She's a white supremacist. Exactly, which is dangerous.
0: She's I, dangerously a Republican.
1: Our parents are conservatives. They
0: they are just con- conservatives just who vote Democrat. Democrat.
1: <laughs> like so a black conservative being like I'm a Republican. Once again, when we were kids, that wasn't a controversial thing for you to be a black Republican. They existed. They also didn't do coon shit <laughs> that these <laughs> niggas is out here doing. And also I feel like we gotta talk about what a coon actually is. Cause we've been just letting that word fly.
0: Okay. Sure.
1: A coon isn't just somebody that does black shit.
0: A coon is opposite of ho tip.
1: Right. It's so running towards the acceptance of what you expect white people to believe or what that you expect them to like in hopes that you will gain uh status.
0: Mm. or acceptability
1: right by going after black people that is what a coon is if you like black stuff and you black and you are comfortable in your blackness that is not being a coon to put on a show of that is being a coon to be at a donald trump rally dancing off beat to don't stop till you get enough (laughs) is a coon (laughs) Uh, Candace Owens not knowing how to do her hair alone is coon shit (laughs) like sis if she can't can't use a comb don't bring her home that applies to black women also if she don't know how to do her fucking hair I'm looking at you sideways sis where your mom and them where your homegirls Sounds like you don't have the right people around you. Mm-mm. And they ain't looking after you.
0: You're on the wrong side of blackness. Sis. So
1: I got to keep one eye open to make sure your coon ass ain't trying to get me hemmed up.
0: That third eye. Right. You got to keep that third eye open for these coons.
1: That's why, like, I, I'm not taking this social dating. Uh, I mean, there's a uh, swipe culture serious. But it's a lot of... I can, I can kind of tell... What you looking for on your profile by some of the shit you say? Like, oh. Okay. So, yeah. you you felt the need to say that out loud, that, huh? That pick me shit, you yep. mean? <laughs> yep. And you tried to be picked me by Todd. Ugh.
0: <laughs> for what? Bruh. Like why why do you want to be accepted by others more than you want to be accepted by your own?
1: A lot of I've heard a lot of people talk about they grew a resentment against black people because of the way they were treated when they were young. That's when they do shit like, But they said I wasn't black enough because I read comic books. Like, nigga, there's tons of niggas out here reading comic books. <laughs> 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 Bro uh aren't
0: black exploitations like based on like they have a comic type thing like
1: yeah it's comic books and kung fu movies the wu-tang clan read comic books them niggas also was slicing dice your ass if you ran up on them in the wrong spot like odb who was a crackhead was out here reading comic books yeah like ghostface killer's nickname is tony stark's iron man <laughs> that's the most nerdish shit i've ever heard in my life oh shit but you think you the only nigga that's ever read a fucking comic book or you the only nigga that reads anime or some or, shit or you the only
0: nigga that's been picked on for it which equates to you having to
1: it's just like the shit we were talking about last week with like Africans and black people, like where they get mad about like the African booty scratcher thing.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like, man, kids are out here cruel. Kids trying to hurt feelings. That's what children do. <laughs> like, they they don't know what blackness is. They're fucking kids. They don't care about this shit. <laughs> you, you letting a 70 year old decide what your blackness is? Yo, know, at your big age. <laughs> <laughs> you like you know what those goddamn second graders were fucking telling me I wasn't black enough and fuck those niggers <laughs> that's where that shit go
0: at your big age
1: <laughs> like we all have a certain level of anti-blackness That's I understand that but you have to learn why you have that anti-blackness and is it going to be a hindrance for the rest of your life especially connecting with people that look like you and if you 30-something so, talk about some shit that happened with some kids joking on you, man, you gotta either improve or change whatever that is that's still bothering you or you gotta move the fuck off. <laughs> like, you think niggas didn't tell me I wasn't black enough and I knew that my, my whole family is from civil rights people <laughs> in Mississippi. You think I'm not black enough? Fuck you.
0: First of all, there is just really no real thing that black enough
1: is. Like, I'm trying to think who is the blackest nigga I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, like this nigga can't code switch.
0: <laughs> I was going to say Keith, but he's very well versed in code switching, I believe he could do it if he wanted. Because of his word usage.
1: Right. He could do it if he wanted to. He just don't want to give you that level of uh, authority in his life. Um, But yeah. Like, it's just man, you gotta let that shit go. Like, I remember like tons of niggas when I was in high school. They used to be like, yeah, did this on that white people shit. Even while I'm doing all this mad nigger shit right in front of them, the car I drove, I'm just listening to rap music. I'm doing all this shit and they saying I ain't black enough. <laughs> I'm reading white people on, because I didn't read Malcolm X and all this other shit, telling them the truth and they said I wasn't black enough. You know why I didn't give a fuck? Because they, they weren't black enough. Boom. <laughs> you can never be black enough. You just got to be comfortable and know that you black.
0: Yeah, like you are who you are and whatever that is, that does not take away your blackness
1: now i would be a liar if i never said that i never had an anti-black streak to where i thought they won't accept me so i'm gonna go hang out with these other people but then when i started hanging out with those other people they clearly reminded me that i was black so i was like shit if i'm gonna get hate (laughs) might as well hang out my niggas Hmm. yeah
0: (laughs) yeah Um, Where did that come from? Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Okay, yeah.
1: My Uncle Tom ass. <laughs> Go
0: back to Terry <laughs> Cruz's ass. So, what is he doing now? What's happening now? What's the new news in Terry Crews being a coon?
1: Okay, so Terry Crews went on Don Lemon show last night. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying... Black lives do matter, but when you're talking about an organization, you're talking about the leaders. You're talking about the people who are responsible. Cruz said, as Lemon interrupted to say, Dr. King was once seen as extreme. Because Terry Cruz was saying that people are, are going too far. And then that's when Cruz brought up a surge in black-on-black gun violence. That's what it was. The Black Lives Matter movement has said nothing about this. Black people need to hold other black people accountable. Nigga, we hold each other accountable all the fucking time. And we literally talk about I don't even say black on black crime cuz that's some fucking bullshit. All crime is relative. Right. And because we live in a segregated society, you're more likely it's to kill people that look more like relative. you. Yeah. So white people kill white people at a rate of what 80% the time white victims are killed by a white person, mm-hmm. roughly the same for black people. Might be a little bit more of an intake because you know, segregation.
0: Why not? Yeah, we're drinking the new um, Black It's Beautiful beer that's offered at what straight to ale black is beautiful it is a stout for show it's a 10 percent um brewed in houston texas by weathered souls brewing company and it reads that it's brewed to support justice and equality for people of color and this is a black ass beer but it's
1: black and strong.
0: Y'all should, uh, y'all should try it out. It is black and strong as fuck. This beer is uh, saying it with his chest.
1: It's black and proud.
0: That's the other one.
1: Yeah,
0: Avondale. That's in Birmingham, ain't it?
1: This about to be the blackest shit I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: made it. We made it. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> that is some black shit.
1: I'm so good. I love that flag. It's yeah. my favorite thing.
0: I've seen it in a couple niggas' uh, backgrounds in their live videos. Jay Versace has it. I want to say in one of his <laughs> profile pictures.
1: My favorite one, of course, is Scotty Beam. What in front of it? It's like yeah.
0: that woman. A I don't phenomenal understand. Woman. She is fucking fine.
1: She's so, her and uh, Taylor Rooks are so fine.
0: Britney Sky. Britney. She's fucking gorgeous, Justine Sky. Sky.
1: All the Skies. <laughs> uh, the, the Sky sisters. <laughs> um, but yeah, they so fine that, like, you get that, you give that ugly face, like, God damn.
0: I don't understand. Like Jordan Woods, also gorgeous. Jordan Woods been fine though. I I, think she had to be quiet for a while because of that Tristan Thompson shit. But yeah, she been having a glow up moment for a while.
1: Also, she hadn't been posting pictures, I guess, because of like all the yeah. A lot of people trying
0: to lay low, which is smartest thing to do when you go through some shit as a
1: famous person, right? Especially with all this shit going on might as well stay
0: out the way for a little bit. But Bay is back and she reposted posting some pictures like god
1: damn. Shit. I,
0: I am just always just fascinated by beautiful ass black ass women. Like I, I don't see how people could mistake that for like lesbianism still to this day. Like I just stand a dope ass beautiful ass black woman like pfft. To me that is the ultimate power.
1: Yeah. Like like years of oppression have still not let you get in your feelings and not you're like I'm Being a black woman with like just
0: fly ass fucking wardrobe, makeup on point, keep your hair on point, shoe game on point, but then also like you got some shit going for you, like what? That is an aspiration.
1: And a lot of those women also have Careers in male-dominated fields. Yeah, like Scotty Beam. Yeah, like <laughs> she'd be the only young lady on set. I don't. Know, I have really gotten good at not saying female, mm. and I am uh continuing <laughs> that work. Um, Thank
0: you, because that shit's annoying. Oh, I bet. <laughs> um, But no, like, why wouldn't why wouldn't I be fascinated? Right by people like me, like. That's what I don't think My people... Own people.
1: That's what I don't think people recognize because everybody always wants to make everything about fucking sex. Yeah, So literally. it's like, okay, well, why are you posting all these pictures of beautiful black women? Ever thought i feel confident in myself also, nigga? <laughs> these are the women that I am trying
0: to be like. Right. These are the women that I relate to in some way. These are the women that I just think are fucking dope and they just happen to be beautiful on top of that shit. Like, I typically don't post beautiful women just because like if i'm posting a woman that you think is beautiful or that i think is beautiful nine times out of ten if i'm like on some stand level with her it's also because of who she is and what she's doing too like my instagram sure my instagram like i said is more like a blog like it's it's like fashion beauty social rights and you know civic shit mixed in here and there but like If I'm really standing for a black woman, it is because she's doing some shit with her life.
1: And I think people don't realize that. But as somebody who, just because I think somebody's fine, which, let me just say this. Just because I think somebody's fine, it doesn't think, oh, I just want to have sex with them. (laughs) Yeah, like
0: thinking somebody, recognizing that someone is attractive does not automatically mean that you would have sex with them.
1: But people always tie sexuality and attraction
0: that's why it's it's been a hard thing for men to ever look at men and openly say that another man is attractive because they think that saying that makes them gay
1: and that's also because some people do act like fucking kids and i've seen women do this where they like oh so you gay dinghy? Like, like fucking hood rat you ratchet fuck <laughs> <laughs> like i know who's Everybody knows he's fucking attractive, man. The niggas just disguise it as ways to be like, yo, he got mad bitches. Just say the nigga's attractive, <laughs> <laughs> or you know that he he got hoes, be
0: finessing, or you know what I'm saying? He got the game on lock.
1: Like this nigga fly as fuck. Same shit. Like people put too much on this shit. They and, really do, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, bro, very annoying. We all agree that women are well everybody dislikes dope ass women. It's just like when uh I think somebody tweeted the other day that they were like everybody likes titties.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah. Everybody loves women. Well eh, people can find the beauty in women. Most people. Even misogynist pigs.
0: <laughs> it's hard because people love us but also hate us. Yeah.
1: So it makes sense to why it would be an empowering thing to see beautiful women that are strong and confident in themselves. It's not, it's the same thing as when you see a, a black person that is confident in being black and is not toning down for the acceptance of other people You're like yo this shit's dope because we're not conditioned to do that
0: it's the part of code switching that they're not doing anymore
1: right and then like i've gotten to the point now where i've stopped code switching in some things man
0: i've been stopped doing that shit i feel freer <laughs> i think i said that like
1: last year yeah because after we went to wendy's party and i was like yo this nigga kept us not code <laughs> switch at all like this nigga, nigga, nigga. Like Man, this motherfucker, wild we in furniture factories, sis. <laughs> and I don't
0: be giving a damn. Like sh- y'all know what the fuck it is. <laughs> Period.
1: And like
0: y'all still gonna fuck with it? I
1: felt like that shit was making me crazy, yeah. though. What? Trying to separate?
0: Oh, it it will. It absolutely will. That's why I quit doing this shit.
1: But. That was how I was able to operate because, like I said, I have, I understand my tone on some things. So I can say shit that usually if somebody else said, you would get offended by. Mm. So I could say some pro-black ass shit. Yeah. And then you wouldn't think. You wouldn't take it as. Oh, Dennis is a racist. Yeah. Even though Dennis is a racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: whoa there (laughs) you really trying to get us canceled huh
1: (laughs) that was so funny when uh gatchy sent us that message he was like i'm gonna make sure you guys don't get canceled (laughs) (laughs) it's like nah bro like we gonna get canceled one day that shit gonna be funny
0: somebody gonna cancel us it's not gonna be enough for us to be canceled but some person
1: the episode after somebody tries to cancel us is going to be the funniest shit of all time probably because we really ain't probably gonna be give a- like
0: the most listened episode too <laughs>
1: <laughs> we really ain't gonna give a fuck my dude. be like oh niggas tried to come for us huh well guess what bitch we back <laughs> <laughs> we back
0: ho with another one
1: we like guess what bitch <laughs> He thought he had us, now, uh nigga.
0: And other niggas still fuck with us.
1: <laughs> like y'all niggas just made us even more black. <laughs> it's like uh, in Star Wars when Obi Wan Kenobi was like, "If you strike me down, I'll be even more powerful than you could ever imagine." <laughs> let, mm-hmm. let let me get the force in me, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm be forced ghosting on motherfuckers left and right. Yeah, nah, this is not going anywhere. Like I thought it was gonna be, it's, it's doper.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: Um, I I want to see how black of a show we could eventually get. Like the last couple weeks have been black as fuck.
0: The last couple of weeks have been like, I thought, I thought <laughs> we were already at the blackest fuck level, but we've been really uh, exceeding shit here lately, but rightfully so, I think. We'd
1: have got to, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Reads for everybody, motherfucker. Speaking of black shit, though, let's talk about, let's talk about Jamel Hill. Because we have the differing comments. Yes. Not conflicting, just differing. Yeah. And then also, I'm gonna talk about things that stem from that. But um, so, Jamel Hill tweeted a couple of days ago because I guess, it's, has there been talk or like petitions going on for the national anthem to be changed to the black national anthem?
1: The NFL for the first week is gonna play Lift Every Voice before each game.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So, Jamel tweeted, (laughs) um, she said, wait until the NFL realizes that most black people don't know the second verse to lift every voice. And naturally, (laughs) she got um, sought, she was sought after. (laughs) Uh, And so, a lot of people were getting in her ass about it and, and um accrediting her PWI past to her making a comment as such. And I first wanted to talk about for one, that was definitely a tweet that should have stayed in her drafts. Um for to me, because I just feel like this is this is, at at these times where we're trying to have more inclusion in general but especially on the black side of things like let's not let's not make it look like there isn't any unity over here you know what i'm saying like this is what white people feed into racist white people specifically um this is what racist white people feed into so it's like let's not another thing (laughs) Let's not give them any extra bait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on that level. Now I didn't like I didn't like how it was linked to her going to a PWI and all this other bullshit and it's just like, man, like and that's just because it's personal for me.
1: <laughs>
0: um
1: I'm glad she could see that. Though. <laughs> I could see that. Cause when I saw you tweet, I was like, "Oh, really?" But that's just a,
0: that's just this is just another example of us further breaking down and explaining that black is not a monolith. This is just one of those examples because she went to a P- PWI, but so did I. But I happen to know the whole "Lift Every Voice" because I had to learn it every single year for our Black History programs since I was a kid at our church, and that's just an example that all of our experiences are different. Um, So I hate, I really hate, I really hate the divisiveness between PWI blacks and HBCU blacks. Like I really, really hate it. I really wish that we could bridge the gap, but I feel like that's just some extra work on top of all this other shit we are trying to tackle right now. It's but, because we
1: throw shots at each other. That's part of it, too. Yeah. And it goes both ways.
0: But I think it was just maybe just this one specific dude that had commented on it. But the way that he commented was like, um, he was just like, yeah, should have known her PWIS. Like, I saw that. It's thrown out as like basically an insult almost. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like.
1: Here's where we differ. <laughs> For one. Um, that was a running joke on his and her podcast years ago that people mm-hmm. didn't know Lift Every Voice which at that time a lot of people didn't know Lift Every Voice. Niggas acting brand new now. Other thing is I didn't learn that shit in my fucking church because <laughs> it wasn't. We didn't have a structure to have stuff like that. We didn't have finances and things like that
0: y'all had a smaller more organic type of church
1: yeah so it was more so of like let's scare these kids from going to hell
0: (laughs) i mean that's honestly how a lot of black churches are in general yeah there are those few handful of black churches in the south that are like bigger and more established but for the most part your black church experience is most people's black church experience
1: but that's why i felt different because you were like i mean i learned it as uh church and i was thinking nigga i don't think you understand how unique of an experience that is yeah so that no
0: I, d- I definitely understand that not a lot of people know it but i just wanted i just hate this sh- i don't know just continue continue
1: i get what you're saying but the other side of it is i went to hbcu and i didn't know lift every voice to say past the first verse right so it's like that pwi comment yeah but it's a double-edged sword but that's why you say it should have stayed in the drafts that joke applied to me so i got it because i knew tons of niggas when we went to grambling had no idea that there was even a black national anthem
0: i'm not saying it should have stayed in the drafts because it wasn't true i'm saying because it looked it it divides us even more to the people on the outside but
1: i I think that's also one of those things to where i've been listening to her for since like 2012 when she had his and hers with michael smith yeah and they used to make that joke then Mm. so like i got it in a different way so it wasn't and then the other thing with Jamel hill is she's such a divisive figure on twitter because racist white people hate her right men that hate women in sports hate her Mm. And then people that think that anybody went to a PWI that's black isn't really black. This motherfucker is from Detroit. <laughs> I was gonna say black <laughs> as fuck, but <laughs> I mean, black as fuck. Like, she's from Detroit. <laughs> yeah that's as black of a city as you gonna find and niggas be acting like she grew up in the suburbs or some shit yeah with just some other shit we could talk about that later with another issue but
0: see this just this just, once again this just really really speaks to and illustrates the vast differences between black experiences yeah
1: in america like another thing a couple weeks ago when uh when the Kente Warriors showed up in Congress and people were like, they wearing those sashes like they went to HBCU and niggas from HBCUs were like, we don't, we
0: don't do that shit.
1: <laughs> and then that's when black people that went to PWIs realized like, oh, that's some PWI shit. It's like, some niggas do do it, but it's not yeah. like a, that's not a, every person that uh, HBCU is going to do.
0: I feel like that's a specific black culture thing. I think that's a black like culture thing. At a, Oakwood, niggas would do that.
1: I don't. I just know my A and M experience. That wasn't a. I've 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 seen more of those at white colleges. See, I, didn't, I didn't
0: have that experience.
1: Like I saw it, like when I went to my sister's graduation at U N A. Mm. There, stuff like that. Some people ascribe stuff to HBCUs. That is Isn't? No. Is because it's like, uh, you don't don't think you have much experience there. It goes by yeah,
0: ways. Yeah, the same thing. And yeah.
1: that's what happens. Yeah. People think just because they party somewhere. That they understand <laughs> the culture. you like, nigga, no. I went, I partied at Auburn. I don't know what the fuck it's like to actually go to school at Auburn. Yeah. I got drunk and shit at Auburn. We had tons of fun at Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it's like to go to the class there. But niggas swear. If they if they went to like hung out at Auburn, they
0: see one thing and like oh this is it.
1: Even on another experience, my dad did not go to college, but you would think that nigga went to Allcorn because my mom went to Allcorn and he was hanging out at Allcorn. He got more Allcorn shit than her. Damn, he had the Allcorn experience. Oh yeah, by proxy, but not the Allcorn papers. <laughs> he's he's an on paper Allcorn graduate. <laughs> He didn't cross.
0: Our parents are literally the same people. Because my dad didn't graduate from Alabama
1: State. But he stayed repping. Hardly home, but always repping. I think my mama
0: said he went either the first year or the first semester and had to drop out because he had to work two jobs. But he ended up getting his degree online years later. So
1: Similar. Is, is that a black dad? No, that's black. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I th- that's common in, in any school, even white people with PWIs, like they they stayed partying down there. So you, they act like they went to school down there. Like nah, boo, you worked with a lot of people. Right. <laughs> you ain't school. know none about none of this, <laughs> right? For real. But I think we take it more personal because going to predominantly white institution or going to a hbcu is seen in the eyes of a lot of people as very political Mm. and to some misguided people they look at that as a political decision that you're either fucking with us or you're not i've never been one of those people but i've also been one of those people to where i am protective of hbcu culture and like, as long as you respect it, it's cool. But like when you do shit like saying we're pretty much just like a HBC, like no, no, you're not. Like especially when this school is like out in Cali, because mm. they're getting full funding, they're not <laughs> having to struggle and go uh, tap and dance with Donald Trump to make sure that the funding keeps going. Yeah, that's a different struggle. So that's also why when niggas talk shit about the finances and shit about HBC, he's like. You don't fucking understand. Shut the fuck up. Hmm. Same with PWIs where HBCU people think that it's like some kind of magical place. Walking part that niggas just go and they have sold off their blackness and they are now white also, and they <laughs> are looking down on you niggers. And <laughs> now some people do that. Some but people most, do that, but, but most people do not do that. Even
0: even the people who. Uh do that still doesn't mean that it's an easy road for them or that they are successful in trying to do that also.
1: Same with HBCUs. Like, so. It's not easy and some people make you think that going to A&M or one of these other HBCUs is like a JV college. Mm. It's like, no, nigga, it's a fucking college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still have to test to do shit. They act like niggas just be like, can you carve this watermelon when yeah. you get here? Like, yeah. Which is ingrained racism. Both ways, we we use ra- like the racism handed down to us to oppress our cousins, brothers, and sisters.
0: It's just starting to infiltrate the entire black community and being
1: divisive. It's always been. I think we're just seeing it up front now. Yeah. These are the, these are the conversations that we would have in kitchens. Yeah,
0: I didn't mean to say just starting.
1: To no, but I just, mean but I think it's just important for us to realize that these, it's just like when people say uh, y'all say niggas so much, like not us but like our generation, like nigga <laughs> 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 like I don't think people realize that black people have been saying nigga to each other since y'all first started calling us niggas. Bro, it being so many for one, like,
0: that nigga is just fucking. It's black culture. It's black culture. Like, how many black comedians can you watch
1: that don't say the word nigga? And then be surprised when your black friends say nigga when you're not around. You think I'm gonna call you nigga? Nigger <laughs> I want a shirt that just says nigger period <laughs> <Enlighten
0: us. laughs> Yeah, I wanna share I want a shirt that just says nigger.
1: Oh I don't know. I can't I'm too old to rock that shit period. now. Period. Did you see the thing to where that Barstool podcast uh their first episode was N I G G R of Barstool? Yeah. Cause they were talking about I never trust them Barstool niggas. The Barstool sports niggas, I'm always like looking at them like racist frat boys. Ooh, honey. They tried it. And so they were defending they boss. (laughs) (laughs) And they were I think uh Was it an acronym? Yeah. But but on like on Apple Podcast it just read N I G G R. And I was, I was like, yo. And then somebody, uh, somebody I, I know that went to AM with me, he posted the first minute of it, Coonan. And then one of my favorite Twitter follow, I mean, people I follow on Twitter is Tyler I am mm-hmm. or Trill Withers. I've reposted them tons of times. I'm sure you see the tweets, but he was on the podcast, and he didn't know that was the title of it. And so niggas have been trying to get him out the pay, act like he Uncle Tom too. It's just an ugly thing.
0: Trill Withers. Yep.
1: Okay. The acronym it was Barstool, N dot I dot G dot G dot E dot R. Now it's gonna get extremely real, nigga. First <laughs> play, off, y'all use to- it.
0: Find the video that he posted and play it.
1: We also got to talk about the coffin in the club thing later. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, let's just go, folks. Let's get out. Hello, my name is Lamar, two sweet, stuffy from Fort Miles, Florida. And I'm here to talk about black and fucking beautiful skincare. Line. If you've been dealing with acne, redness, baby mama scratches, or restless bitch face, you need a skin care that delivers right child support papers. But getting started can not be exhausting, shit. <laughs> but don't trip Black and Fucking Beautiful makes it easy for your face to feel as soft as table butter. You'll receive custom skincare treatment with free anytime shipping. You'll also get a follow up from me. And if you need to make a chain, well, shit, you're just just shit out of luck. Go to www.fuckingbeautiful.com for your free bottle of hot sauce, and you can check out all our black ass products.
0: What the fuck?
1: It makes you feel icky. It's
0: like a mammy commercial.
1: Yeah. The straight menstrual shit.
0: I don't like that.
1: Bro, you can't work somewhere that lets you put that out.
0: As a black person.
1: We say a lot of wild shit on here.
0: You don't go listen.
1: No, it's rooted in us being black as fuck.
0: I'd rather be a hotep than a coon. <laughs> I think Crystal said that on a, on an episode recently, and I couldn't agree fucking harder. But exactly. I would rather be a hotep than a coon.
1: I'd rather look like a paranoid ass nigga living in this society than to be one of these cooning ass niggas. Mm-mm. Ain't for me.
0: What I'm not going to do is sell out. No. I'm not doing that. Bro. I'm
1: not doing that. (sighs) How you... Bro. And then plus, even if you were going to play with an acronym of nigga, you're black. You better use the A. You letting these white people use a hard R and then you got that menstrual ass fucking show. Mm Mm-mm the ancestors i hope they beat your ass tonight You'll <laughs> <laughs> sleep now let's get to some other shit
0: i hate i hate just thinking about that shit but yeah let's let's get to some other shit
1: um so <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're gonna say allegedly on some of this stuff because the uh the story is still developing. Oh Lord. So allegedly Um August Alcina has said that his relationship with Jada Pickett Smith was not so much as a like a motherly figure or a spiritual mentor like they said that it was a couple months ago when niggas was like man I can't believe Will Smith would let (laughs) like what was it on her birthday August was had that long ass poem talk about she was like uh, the example of a woman and femininity and all this other shit and everybody was like sounds like that nigga fucked
0: (laughs) <laughs> all these synonyms for femininity, right? For femininity. Like
1: she a goddess and all this other shit. Like, Mm-mm. I don't know. And it ain't because he was worshiping a black woman. It's just the way that that nigga was describing this black woman. It seemed like it was like when Common was describing Erica Badu. It's like, nah she put that on." She put it on that is it <laughs> it's like period it's like nah nigga i don't think these are just conversations that you just... <laughs> i think i may be wrong and it may be my sexism in me and my misogyny but it seems like y'all had a deeper relationship than just the age gap too And it wasn't from a motherly standpoint of being like, yo, this is... I hope to find a woman like this. It was like, no. I'm in love with this woman. (laughs) And... Yeah, man. You know what it's like when you see a nigga in love. (laughs) (laughs) You can't can't deny that shit. All the signs were there. So now, when... August Alcina comes out and it's like, nah, like, Will gave me approval. It's like, I don't think that nigga's lying.
0: We all believe that. And then Will came out and was like, nah,
1: never. Right. And we're we like, never said that. Fresh Prince said this. Fuck you, August Alcina. And now, August Alcina out here wearing what looks like a bad toupee, <laughs> <laughs> but it's somehow his hair. Ooh, honey. <laughs> bless
0: it i'm ready for that red table talk
1: i know she man, she was like uh we gonna address it i was thinking man i guess lady like you gonna call yourself out i would just ignore the shit
0: yeah i still don't think it's it's gonna have anything to do with um
1: she ain't gonna read herself Like i'm suffocating <laughs> i need this off of me <laughs> I, can't I can't breathe in this <laughs> motherfucker you know what i'm saying like i'm suffocating <laughs> I need this off of me. <laughs> man, that sound like a nigga hurt. Ugh. That sound like a hurt nigga.
0: It just always sound like a fuck boy to me.
1: It do. But I also, like, we knew that nigga was nutty. That's all right. This is my beef. This is my real ass beef with it. It ain't that she's an older woman. Ain't none of this shit. You knew that young man had problems. hmm. And if you did have sex with him and string him along thinking that he was like all these other dudes that could possibly understand that this is an open relationship, you in the wrong. That's literally what's it called? Where you uh you're training somebody. Grooming. Yeah. It's grooming. You can't violate that true. trust. And that's what it seems like to me. Like Everything is true.
0: How old is August Alcina? I think
1: he's our age.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought too.
1: So, and then Jada's about 48. And she's Jada Pickett. We all had crushes on Jada Pickett growing and up. Who has not? So, like, and plus, Tupac was in love with this woman. mm and the other thing that just opened up a whole other idea for me too. Nigga, what a Tupac did fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I had put it out of my mind to be like, nah, they just had a deep connection, which is also true. But if you read those Tupac poems about Jada, awfully reminiscent of the way that August was out here talking about Jada. And going back to my Erica theory, all the niggas that had kids with Erica Badu talking the same airiness (laughs) (laughs) when they described that woman.
0: Damn. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally thinking about everything that you're saying as you're saying it. I d- you are not wrong,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but a part of me wants to be wrong. Like, I, I mean, not I want to be wrong, but a part of me is. I had like
0: you don't want this to be a part of your truth.
1: I guess, but just because, like, we've talked about numerous occasions that people don't understand that men and women can be deep friends mm-hmm. and then not be anything sexual, mm-hmm. but at the same time. <laughs> Sometimes motherfuckers be lying. (laughs) Motherfuckers be lying. Men, women, everybody. Everything, everything. (laughs) So it's it's got all the makings of, yeah, she put it on them. And God bless her if she got it like that. Because, I mean, it's got to exist. People have, made, like, Erica is selling perfume of what her vagina is supposed to smell like.
0: Incense, my nigga.
1: She is, like, selling <laughs> her body in a different way that I never thought. And <laughs> niggas is buying and it.
0: And people are buying it. Like, that is the funny
1: part. But, like, that's gotta be a, like, to have that <laughs> mythical status. <laughs> Like, that shit is wild to me. Like, that's almost goddess level. Mm. And that shit is fucking wild. hmm. What do you think?
0: My man. Um, about Erica Badu having a fucking. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Just everything. <laughs> pussy sit. <laughs> Not a pussy print, a pussy sit. <laughs> Um.
0: <laughs> now when you say what do I think about everything you mean like everything
1: with August and Jada in, okay like what is your truth <laughs> I don't
0: I don't I don't directly believe him when he says that he got Will's blessing.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily. Um,
0: Just because of the way things happen with Jada and Tupac, I just don't see Will giving blessing to another nigga to have his way with his wife. Um Or what do you? Are you disagreeing? Can you see that shit? Is that something that's not far fetched from you? For you,
1: I don't know. The way that on that breakfast web interview that Will was talking about Tupac, like that nigga was still alive mm-hmm. and he was still jealous. I can't see that either. Yeah, yeah no. Nah. But I was also thinking, as far as. I couldn't be in an open relationship. No. I know that 100% about myself.
0: Especially at that point. You know what I'm saying? When you've made it to that point with a
1: nigga. Ain't no way
0: it's different if y'all were like six weeks in and y'all were just trying to
1: figure it out
0: you know do he, some shit I
1: don't know even an open relationship is a different level yeah. of like it is. I gotta cut you off bro it means
0: you can date people that are not me I don't like that you can that.
1: fuck people that are not I don't like that but no <laughs> like uh uh-uh. uh and then plus I just think about it as, as myself like so I, I've raised kids with this woman and now i'm sitting at the breakfast table and this little nigga is across the table from me eating apple jacks watching tiktok videos laughing all loud trying to show me shit after he just smashed my wife nah nigga we ain't we ain't cool like that and i know people that have done stuff like that where the, like either they're raising kids together and both of them are dating. I'm like, I can't do that shit.
0: That's just too weird. It's too weird for me.
1: I am a strict monogamous.
0: Yeah. Same and here.
1: I, and I understand that about myself to where I wouldn't even entertain.
0: I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't even Cause put I, that on the plate of possibility.
1: I do a lot of stupid shit, <laughs> <laughs> but I know myself enough to know Uh uh, I get jealous over stupid ass shit. Oh, yeah.
0: Sharing a nigga?
1: (laughs) No, that ain't gonna work. Nah, fam. Bruh, nah.
0: So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl, and you can
1: find me at A Kid Named Juice.
0: Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle.
1: New episodes available every Thursday.